Yo, 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 what's going on? Shot callers back in the building. Uh, we hope everybody is having a great day, great evening. Uh, we are back here talking hoops. Uh, we're missing my man Joshua Odellis for Rellis Montellis Hayes tonight. But always a pleasure to kick it with my boy, Timmy Diesel. What's going on, my brother? Benny, what's going on, man? Man, I, I'm just out here trying to be like Russ, man. Just I'm trying to dime it up, triple-double everywhere. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to go. do. So, you know, just, just out here trying to do my thing. What's going on with you, my brother? Oh, you know, man, just uh, what are we at now? 12 days, 12 days till I get married, 12 <laughs> days till the NBA playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's, uh, you're, you're right there on it, man. You are right there on it. It's coming up soon, coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It's crazy. It's exciting stuff. Super exciting stuff. You know what else is exciting, Tim? Russell Westbrook. 182 triple doubles. Pretty wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So uh, as this, we are recording this tonight, Russell Westbrook has broken Oscar Robinson's record uh, of triple doubles with 182 triple doubles, which is insane. Absolutely insane. Um, when, I, when I think about Russell Westbrook, and I know that a lot of the analysts and I know a lot of people have talked and said some things. Um, you know, that, that people don't give him the respect he's due, people underappreciated, people, you know. And, and, and to an extent, I understand that because I, sometimes I feel like when you watch him, like I feel like he gets easy rebounds, some easiest, like, like I don't know. And, and I'm not saying the, the game comes easy to him. That's not what I'm saying. But I feel like sometimes, like, like it's, it's there's some things there that, that come kind of fall into his lap. But I will say this, anytime you can average a triple-double and against the best players in the world, anytime you can go out and get triple-doubles night after night after night, anytime you can break a legend's record. Remember, you think about this, nobody ever thought that anybody would be able to break that record. Yeah. I mean, and he's done it five times. Yeah, do you remember, like, um, remember when Jason Kidd was racking up triple-doubles with New Jersey? Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, wow, he might – have a chance and then it was like he ended up not even being close yeah not even close and, and now here you sit russell westbrook with 182 triple doubles um playing i mean he's playing a super high level right now um it's 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 crazy to see his consistency night in and night out to be able to do this um and and for him to be able to have such a prestigious record um I mean, that's just that's just unbelievable to me. I, I don't even know I don't know what accolades or what else you could say about what he's done. I mean, it's it's just uh it's just a phenomenal feat. Um I just like you said, we thought, you know, when Jason Kidd was in that stretch where he was having triple doubles and doing all this thing, we were like, Oh yeah, like he's the guy, but I mean 182 triple doubles is insane. Yeah. That's just insane. Yeah, it is. And like you said, he's averaged a triple double for what? three seasons i think he did it was yeah yeah something wild um and i think like you know yeah you like you said like you hear a lot of people who kind of um mention like the whole thing like i remember the year he won his mvp colin coward was like talking about how he shouldn't get it because the way the thunder the thunder allow him to pad his stats and right. all this bullshit and it was like maybe that's their strategy maybe they feel like having russ go downhill is their best way to win 
Right. And guess what? It was. It, it definitely was. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, the Wizards are seeing that too. I mean, yeah, the Wizards, yeah. and it's funny when we looked at the Wizards. What was it? A month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, we were like, "Oh man, like they're they're struggling. They had this long losing streak. They couldn't figure it out. We didn't know what if the Russ Beal thing would work." And, and, and all these other questions. And now you look up and they are in the playoff hunt. Bradley Beal's been playing out of his mind. Russell Westbrook's been playing out of his mind. And you're also getting contribu- you know, c- contributions from other people on that team. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like to me when Russell Westbrook is at his peak and, and doing the things that he's doing. Um, now, I don't know if – I mean, I don't think they're anywhere near championship quality team. No. But um, when he's doing what he's doing, it it definitely makes them um, more uh, more of a playoff uh, ready team. I mean, I I think they're going to be a tough matchup for people just because Bradley Beal, I believe, is is playing um, out of his mind. Bradley Beal gives me a lot of like Dame Lillard feel. Okay. Um, you know, being able to hit big shots, big moments, score points um and, and getting aggressive to the rim he gives me that dame lillard feel um i just don't know if, if those guys will have a whole lot of success with just the two of them and the parts that they have around them so but it is cool to see what russell westbrook's doing for sure it is the fact that i mean like you said like this team was basically like left for dead mm-hmm. and now is making a making a solid run and gonna have a chance to be in the play-in like that's pretty nice for them um i think that we you know, they have a chance to really do something pretty special and I hope they do. Um, okay. Maybe I'm exaggerating there. Special, But what they have done has been fun. I did, at least I didn't like Stephen A. Smith it and go on air and talk about how big of a year Thomas Bryant's had when he's been out the whole year. Um, yeah. True. But, <laughs> but you know, it's, um, it's, it's history and it's cool. Like um, I think for everything he had to go through in Houston, when like, James Harden handpicked him, and all of a sudden James Harden didn't want him anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Was pretty big, and I think that when you look at just a couple of the other things that he's able, been able to do, um, the feat itself is incredible. And Josh is joining us right now, um, so yeah, the feat itself is incredible. Like you know, I don't know how you know it, it was possible. Um, it's something we just never thought we would see before, and. Right. I know a lot of those definitely. There was definitely some inaccurate triple doubles on in that run. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and say there was a lot of inaccurate triple doubles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's not to take away from this accomplishment because it is great. It's something that he can hang his head on, and I do agree with him to an extent when he was talking about how he's like, when Oscar Robinson and Magic Johnson were getting triple doubles, you guys praise them, but when I do it, it's like, well, you know, um, these mm-hmm. guys just like let him have all their rebounds and this. And it's like. If we're gonna celebrate it, then we gotta celebrate it now. And yeah, kudos, man. Like he earned it. Yeah, I, I would definitely, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I would definitely agree with that. I think that um, Jalen Rose brought up a, a great point um, when he was on the other day about how how a guy that does so much for his team gets so little respect, I guess among other people outside the NBA because he's very well respected in the NBA. People respect him and what he does, but it feels like outside people try to throw shade on him, like you said, because of maybe how he gets them or the way he gets them or whatever. But 
I, I it, to me, I'm like, dude, that's just an incredible feat. It's something. Well, we can't say it'll never be done because I mean, we never right. thought we that saw it we never thought that Oscar's record would be broken, and and he's done it. Uh, and he, I mean, he's got a lot of career left too. So that that thing is going to, I mean, that record's going to expand and stretch out. So um, kudos to him, man. I, I think that that's 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 awesome. Is is Joshua Odellis? I don't know for, what's going on there. I just keep overzealous. seeing his, the palms of his hand and like. <laughs> Are you are you mobile? Are you mobile, son? <laughs> yeah, Josh, I believe basketball is, talk. Is, are you mobile? I am mobile. Yes, there it is. My, hold on, we can't hold on. We can't we can't go on without. I got to give you the proper introduction. You're getting us mobile. I've got the mobile Joshua Odellis, Farellis, Montellis. Overzealous, Hayes. What's good, my brother? Hey, I, I heard you guys were like, "Hey, let's do a podcast," and um, you know, running, running, and owning your own restaurant, it uh, it has its ups and downs. And I was trying to hurry to get to you guys so I could talk basketball. So here I am, <laughs> rolling down Interstate seventy five, just to <laughs> let everybody know I am safe. I am, I am hands on the steering wheel phone is not in my hands i am talking through airpods um i am good to go <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is the time that we remind you here 48 minutes do not pot and drive yeah <laughs> do, do as we say not as we do by, by josh's terms we're professionals all right we are professionals don't it's like don't the old like uh, the old wwf <laughs> commercials and they would show like we had broken bones yeah I twisted my shoulder don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, so sounds sounds like I came in on the tail end of uh, congratulating Russell Westbrook on 182 triple doubles. Yeah, yeah. man. Absolutely. Um, so to follow up on that. Let, let give us your thoughts on on, on Russ's uh, record breaking performance and and how he's been these last several years as far as being able to. Uh, you know, put the triple double back into perspective and the way that he's been able to do that so far the, the, this past year as well as years before. Well, what, what is Russell in year 13 in the NBA? Is that what he's in his 13th season? I, I th um, think so. I think that I think he's somewhere around there. Uh, I, I believe that we were talking about this and I sent it in a text message. So we had had a thread about this and I we had asked when was he going to break the record? And we said it was going to be sometime early next year. Yeah. And then he went on this ridiculous run where he's just went triple double after triple double after triple double after triple double. Um, this these last like 20 games of the season. So I want to say he's up to like 33 or 34 this year, um, which is insane considering they're only playing 72 games. So basically half of his games again, he's got triple doubles, which when he played an 82 game season, half of those games he had a triple double and he averaged a triple double. So the fact that he is with, what, four games left, he has the ability to break it this season, I think is insane on how, how well he's taken control of that offense over in Washington. And he's also used Bradley Beal as a weapon, and they're both getting off right now, and nobody can stop them, which has now catapulted them into this play-in game. Um, so 
kudos to them because I I written them off a long time ago. Like they're not going to get in. You know they'll they'll probably trade Russ at the end of the season. They'll probably get rid of Bill at the end of the season. And now I think they actually got a chance to get into um, this playing game. And I'm not saying they could beat a team that's the two seed or the three seed or the whatever, but like they got they got the opportunity to do some damage right now. And uh, I heard Tim say. Um, you know, everybody used to yell at Russell Westbrook about getting his pat stat, and like you'd see Stephen Adams get out of the way for Russ to get a rebound. But the way the pace is in the NBA these days, like you want to get the ball up the floor, and what better way to get the ball up the floor is to let your point guard get a rebound on the run and start going up the floor. And that's kind of how the game's played now. So it, it kind of makes sense on on why Russ is able to get a lot of rebounds and he's able to push the ball the way that he does to get up the floor to get him into the offense before the defense can get set up. So I'm impressed. Uh, you know, the, the guy that, that I didn't hear you guys talk about, and I'm sure you did because I heard his name was Magic Johnson, who I had thought that if his career would have been longer in his prime, he probably could have came close to catching Oscar. Um, Russ went by Magic like he was standing still when it came to triple doubles. And I don't think Magic was in the 100 range, like 103, somewhere around there. And Russ was like, Shoom. yeah, but um, like you're down the, the road great, right now. Yes, <laughs> I am driving. I am driving the speed limit. <laughs> um, the, the crazier thing about his triple double run is what he's done in the last five or six seasons. Not not what he's done over his career. It's what he's done over the last five or six seasons. I want to say over the last five or six seasons out of those 182 that he's got, like the nothing the number I pulled up was 168 of those 182 have been within like the last five or six seasons. I mean, it's been yeah, like post KD. Yeah. Post KD just triple doubles all the time. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Cause very so, yeah, I'm, he didn't have a ton with Houston either that year. No, no. Mm -mm. Super impressed. Super impressed with the, I mean, I actually want to see now where it's going to stop. I know. That's what yeah. Ben was like, he's probably got about, you know, he probably, you got to think about it. With his athleticism, um, I know he gets like a knee surgery every summer, but um, he probably has. He's 34. He could probably play at this level for another three years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with his, how, how athletic he is, it's just like, I don't know if there's anyone as athletic as him. No. So, you know, at, at his, so at his he, position. 250? Can you get 250? So that's 70. More, it's a three-year span. He's got to average what? 20, Basically 24. Yeah, I mean. I think that's possible for sure. healthy, sure. Why not, you know? Yeah, I think that's possible. Here's what's like, we're kind of need to like also like put in this context and this perspective, what's going on as far as NBA history. So Russ is now the all-time triple-double leader and is adding to it. It's probably going to be early next year. Steph Curry passes Ray Allen. Yeah. And, you know, like, we're not too far away. Like, if, you know, the, if he plays at the level he's at, and I don't mean to just keep bringing the conversation back to him, you know, we're not too far away from the idea that LeBron James is going to pass Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Like, I yeah. remember we talked about it. he needs a season and a half. Yeah. Cause, well, averaging, averaging what he's averaging. Yeah. Because I think he'll pass Carl Malone probably late next year. Yeah. I mean that that's three just like legacy, three legacy all time records that we have the possibility of seeing within the next two year span. 
Hey, the way Curry, the way Curry's shooting, he might break it this year. Yeah, it might be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he might be like, "Oh, the Lakers in the play-in, I'll take care of it." Oh uh, yeah, I'll take care of that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I saw like uh, I think he said he's played like so he's like really close to Ray Allen, and the yeah. all talked about it. I think I saw somewhere. I think you know, don't quote me on this. This could be an Instagram stat. So somewhere he like has played like 500, 600 or less games than Allen did at this point. Six hundred. Yeah, like. 600. That's crazy. Nuts. Six hundred less games. That's I know nuts. we talk about Steph Curry every week, but like also he gives us reasons to talk about him every week. Right. So. I mean, we are a basketball show. Oh, he is a really good basketball player. Yes. Like this is what we do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like he he deserves all the credit that he gets. So I mean, I mean, just just watching him the other night when um you know Ben and I were talking about him, we were out um playing bowling uh he was double teamed out on the wing but he was out <laughs> by that line and he like he like he like created space by getting the moving the ball around by pivoting and then he took a step back and just shot it and made it we were like what in the world like who does that yeah like who who actually shoots that shot it's really unfair and we're like Steph Steph does. with five people what's that it's really unfair you're only allowed to have five people guard steph curry oh Absolutely. You, guys, you know this year I've watched him throw a box and one at him. They've double teamed him, triple teamed him. They've tried to cut him off. They've they've tried like they've tried to play him every way they could possibly play him on defense, and he is leading the league in scoring. Mm-hmm. I think Memphis played a triangle and two against them, and I was like, <laughs> I haven't seen that in like right eighth since, grade since elementary school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it, it's it's nuts. It's nuts the defense that they've tried to design to stop him and you just can't like he's just he's just that good so speaking of of record breakers i know we just brought his name up um but there are sources saying that lebron lebron james could return tomorrow versus the knicks that's what they're saying so we talked about this today during our text or we have a group text of course we talk about this group text all the time um the Lakers had a huge win last night um, over the Suns um, with AD scoring 42. Was it 42 he had or 45? He had 42. Yeah, don't forget about about Caruso's 17, baby. Yeah. And his defense. And his defense, yeah. So, with LeBron coming back, um, and they say it's supposedly with the Knicks, he's had no pain in that ankle, they say, for the last – uh, three or four workouts he's had on the floor. Um, you know, he tried to come back a couple weeks ago. didn't work out very well. I had to take some more time off. Um, they had a big win last night versus Suns. They're flirting with that play-in possibility, being in the play-in games. Um, Tim, I'm going to ask you, since you are our resident LeBron Laker fan, um, what, what are your – I was about the Lakers. That's what you say. <laughs> so i mean but honestly though like is is it too late i mean it, is it too late for him to to do what he does and i'm like i said i would never ever doubt lebron james never ever ever but is it too late for him to come back and try to be um be a savior of keeping him out of the playing game getting them through the playoffs and possibly repeating as champions. Is it too late to try to make that run happen again? Or you think it's just perfect timing? 
Um, okay, that's a really good question because do I think he still has the capability to win a playoff series by himself? Yes, I do. Uh, now that he has Anthony Davis with him, he doesn't have to. You know, that definitely doesn't hurt, especially the way Davis played the last two games against Portland and last night against Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Had a combined 78 points in those two games. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. Double-doubles in both of them. Yep. Uh, rebound machine. But, um, you know, Josh has a Josh is saying in our text this week, he's like, I think when the Lakers, when we get to the playoffs, the Lakers will be the Lakers. And I just don't know if I'm there. Um, I think last year, how they won the title, I think that they were perfectly built on a championship. I think that everyone was trying to play this smaller basketball, of like, you know, stretch the floor, shoot threes, and the Lakers were like, nope, we're bigger than you. We're going to bully you, and we're going to kick you out of the paint, and we're going to score on you. And, you know, right now, let's say they are that. So they play Phoenix in the first round. I think they'd beat Phoenix. Um, but if they win that, let's say they win, yeah, let's say they win that, they get the winner of the Clippers and Portland. And... The Clippers might the Clippers could definitely match them as far as size. Yeah. Um, if you had to ask me right now, I would think I have the Clippers winning the West. And okay. but that's not to say I'm counting them out. I, I don't believe the Lakers could do it, especially with LeBron back. Uh, I'm curious to see, you know, is he just gonna play tomorrow? Will he play Saturday in Indiana? Right. Because if he does, I'm gonna get tickets. Uh, <laughs> And oh, Tim, they would never tell you if he's coming to Indiana or not. They would never tell you. No, he used to, when he, during the Cleveland days, that was that was the game he sat out every year. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. he did. You're like, absolutely, Come on, man. Yeah, um, but it's also the second to last regular season games, the first game of back to back where they played New Orleans. So, um, and we'll get to them later. I know. But, yeah. Yeah, man. I think that to answer your question, no. But it doesn't mean I'm ready to say I think they win the West. Um, I think that they can win the West. I think that they should be the favorites to win the West, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm more confident in like the Clippers right now than I am the Lakers. Ooh. Okay. Well, and, unless there's a colossal downfall, they're not getting out of the playing game for one. That's their, their pencil has to do is win two of their games and there's nothing the Lakers can do about it because if they tie with the same record and they're already a game up. So if, Unless the Lakers go, unless the Lakers go undefeated, um, the last four games, and Portland loses, I think two. That's the only way the Lakers can jump them. So if if they if they finish tied, Portland has the tiebreaker because they beat them in the season head to head. That would put them in the playing game against Golden State right now, and I actually think Golden State doesn't. They don't have a chance. I don't think they have a chance to jump the Lakers unless the Lakers have a colossal downfall. And really, all that would do is flip flop them, and they would still be playing each other in the playing games. I don't think it really matters at that point. Um, I don't think Golden State has a shot to beat the Lakers. I don't care if they shoot lights out. Um, I think they get bullied because I don't think they have enough size to compete with the Lakers. So the Lakers in the playoff game—that's one extra game they got to play to determine on who they play in the playoffs. Which would be the winner of, or it'd be the let's see, the seven plays the two, so the two seed right now is who? Phoenix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they would play Phoenix, like Tim said. Originally, I thought it was going to work out where they played the Clippers in the first round because they were going to be the six, but then Dallas went on some crazy run, yeah. and they're winning all these games. So Dallas kind of solidified that six spot. So they got to play an extra game. 
every series that they play, they're the they're the away team. Um, do you think them not having home court advantage is a disadvantage to them? Not this year. Um, I think a full capacity season, yes. I think if like they had to go to like see Phoenix in the first round when if they had a full crowd for their first time in forever, yeah, that's scary. Um, but this year, no, because like, you know, let's say they do end up playing the Clippers, like that doesn't matter. Like, you know, yeah, you're home at home. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, and then, you know, let's say they play Utah, like no one gives a shit about playing Utah anymore. Like, really? Not, you think the Lusters, you think the Lusters, about the you Utah think the Lusters off of Utah? Yeah. Like, okay. So like, cool. You guys are the one seed. Congrats. Like, what are you going to do with it? Oh man! Okay, hot take Tim in the building. Okay, how's this? A hot so you told the number I, one I, seed forever. I, I mean, but the number one, one seed of uh, the number one seed, the the best uh, by you know by advanced stats, which we're all becoming well aware of. Advanced stats is the best differential offensive defensive team in in the uh, NBA. Uh, so you think that you don't think that that matters? I mean, yeah, obviously it matters. Yeah, but do, I, but do I think that they can like go beat any of the LA teams in the best of seven? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be real, like I'm being real. They're like, not healthy. They're yeah, not healthy. That's the other thing. Like Josh said, like even if they, if even Donovan Mitchell was fully healthy, I still don't know if I count on them to win those games. Yeah. The I only, mean, the only, the only thing that I can that I can say that can back it up where they have a chance. And Bennett, we talked about this the last time we, we were sitting watching them play. They shoot the lights out the gym. Yeah. They legit – they catch fire and it's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, they got they got six six or seven guys that will shoot your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't – I just don't think like – now, like, you know, if they're playing like – do I think they beat the Mavs? Yeah, sure. Um, just but, You don't think – you don't have any faith in them in a big time – so you're saying you Utah any LA team? No, well, Utah yeah. Denver? No, no, because we've seen it. We've seen Jokic like put a team on his back and win a series. Yeah, like Utah see, Phoenix. I don't have any. Ah, you okay? I actually do take Phoenix in that one, but only because like I feel like Chris Paul gets a lot of shit for like not winning the title. Yeah. But like he's actually been really good in this postseason. Man, career. Chris Paul has been—he's been amazing. Yeah, he gets hurt just about every playoffs. But yeah, but he's been amazing this year. Yeah, and I think Devin Booker is really emerging. Like I really yep. think like Devin Booker is going to be a superstar. He's yep. So be let me reverse of the Kardashian. He's gonna be the one that actually like didn't have his career ruined. <laughs> nice. Good. Good point. Let me good tell point. you. Let me tell you real quick why the Lakers have a chance. Okay. Before, in any other season, like, the seeding really mattered. Like, if you were the one or the two or the three, like, you wanted to be in that top four upper echelon. But when you look at the teams that are the top four teams right now, so you have Utah at number one, their best players hurt. They're not healthy. Phoenix is number two. They went on a great run. We were sold on Phoenix in the bubble, but they, they don't really have the playoff experience yet besides Chris Paul. So you got one okay. guy out there that's really – well, I, I meant, like, as a whole. Like, sure. Chris Paul's the leader, but, like, your guys, you know, Aiton, Booker, 
um, bridges, like the younger guys, like they don't really have a lot of playoff experience. So um, it might be a little bit of a shell shock to them. The Clippers, uh, we don't ever know what Clippers team is going to show up. I mean, they were up three to one, you know, and, and, and got beat. <laughs> I mean, three to one cruising and got beat. Yeah. Um, they've showed us that they could be the best team in the league. Then they showed us that when they don't feel like playing, they they astronomically just self-destruct. So depending on which Clippers team shows up, that determines on how they're going to play. Yeah, they lost and then, yesterday. right, and then the four seed is Denver, right? Yeah. So Denver's without Jamal Murray, who carried them in the playoffs last season, like legit put them on their back. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he was that guy this year, but it seemed like he turned it up a notch in the playoffs. They do have a healthy Porter Jr. They do have Aaron Gordon. But I feel like when you have pieces missing that solidified you as being a contender, like it's hard to contend again. So I feel like they're out because of that. And then you have the five seed, which is uh, – who am I missing? Who's the five seed in the West? Dallas. Right now. Dallas? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Um Luca can put a team on his back, and Porzingis is hurt, so I got them out. Uh, then you've got the sixth seed, which is Portland. And as much as I love Dame, and we've seen Dame probably hit more big-time game winners in the playoffs than any player ever, um, and when it's Dame time, like, I don't feel like – I just don't feel like the roster is enough to beat anybody. And then you got the Lakers, who came into the season as the favorites at the number seven. And really, their run – um, has been demised because AD and LeBron were hurt. So we right. already said when they're fully healthy, they have the best roster um, to compete for a title in the West besides the Clippers. So if they can get a, if they can get that play-in game and get guys going, and then you get a first-round game against somebody like Phoenix who doesn't really have a lot of playoff experience where you can get your feet back underneath you, the next thing you know, you go into the second round playing the Clippers. And now if you get past the Clippers – you're playing Utah or you're playing Denver uh, teams who aren't at full strength and you're full strength at the Lakers. Like you have a chance to win that series and get to the finals. And that's kind of how I look at it. You're not wrong. I mean, certainly not. And like, look, like I said, like I fully expect that they will be competitive. I do not think that they will just roll over. Um, You know, LeBron, the finals is like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Like, you know, like you may beat him, but you were going to feel it. Right. Yeah. I mean, which is why Aaron Rodgers obviously wants to leave Green Bay now because he's like, oh, I'm sick of this shit. And I think <laughs> um, but I think that when it comes down to it, I just feel like, you know, it's not just those two uh, with LeBron and AD. It's like, okay, like, what are you going to get from Dennis Schroeder here? He's been gone two weeks. Like, yep. he's all of a sudden going to be up and at and ready to go for the playoffs when he, like, like Josh said earlier, hasn't had that like big time experience. I know he was with OKC last year and they lost in the first round to Houston. I don't really remember like, you know, off the top of my head how he played when he was in Atlanta when they had their playoff series, like right. get to the playoffs. But if I don't remember, that probably tells you it wasn't anything worth writing. What what much to it. But, yeah. But there's no there's no pre- see there's no pressure on him because you got the other two who are the big dogs. You know, you got two guys that are your leaders that are back. So like they can take the pressure off everybody. And, and LeBron's a leader. He can get guys to play. And that's where I see the difference. I mean, and then pretty much everybody else, Morris, Caruso, Kuzma, um, you know, guys like that, 
Matthews, like those guys all have playoff, I mean, playoff experience. So like if Schroeder just shows up defensively and he doesn't show up offensively, like they can, they have other guys that can step up. So I know they paid him money to come there. I, I don't even know if he's healthy enough to play. Yeah, I think it's health and safety protocols. So I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's a. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think, like I said, like I think Josh brings up great points. Um, and, you know, my, I get, the point I've been trying to make is like, look, do your wife fully expect to see the Lakers be competitive in the playoffs because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. If Kobe and Shaq were the sixth seed in the West, you bet your ass you felt that series. Right. Like, they weren't <laughs> going away. Um, right. So, I, yeah, I think that. But I just think at this moment, I think with everything going on, with everything that happened with the Lakers, um, I just feel more confident in the Clippers right now. And yeah. So you're crowning. So you're crowning the Nets the champs. <laughs> Buddy. So you're saying the Nets are the champs. I know you all are excited about Blake Griffin's like weird defensive resurgence right now, but it's not going to last when he's got to guard Giannis in the playoffs. Yeah. That that'll yeah that'll that'll end really quick. By the way, KD KD will guard Giannis. I am very excited for the Bucks going into this playoffs. I am very excited. For the Bucks, very excited. They're playing. Uh, all right, Sam. So now let, listen. Freaking... Hold on, really quick. I, I, I want to get back to that, really quick. But I do want to mention there were two, there are two injuries that I wanted to mention really quick. I'm gonna breeze right through them, but I do want to get your Bucks take for sure because I, I'm interested in that because, I, because we've talked about these Bucks and they've 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 got us up and high and oh yeah that, that, and then they fell apart so we're gonna get back to that but really quick two injury reports first one Jalen Brown tears a ligament in his wrist and he's out for the season it seems like um I, I don't know Tim I know you're not a Boston fan Josh I don't think you could really you could no take but I love Jalen Brown like I yeah. love Jalen Brown they, they yeah, go so, nowhere without Jalen Brown or Tatum so J- yeah. one of them's gone they're done yeah so Jalen Brown you know Jalen Brown was an all-star this year. He's played outstanding. Um, so I hate to see that for his, for his season to end, you know, to end up that way um, because he, he has had just a breakout year. He's been phenomenal. Um, and the other big one though is Zion. Now Zion's a big one. Um, not only just because of who he is, but David Griffin of the new or the Pelicans got fined 50 grand because they feel like Zion got injured because it's, Quote, he says, open season on Zion. Um, we saw this, guys. <laughs> we we saw this a little bit um, with with dominant guys. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, he got he got hurt. It's basketball. I don't I don't I don't think they officiate him any different. If anything, that he gets he's starting to get those star calls. So oh, yeah, he is. You know, I, so I, I don't know if, if why they would say that, but uh, but David, yeah, so Zion, David Griffin should David Griffin should have been smarter and sat him more. Yeah. So JJ well, Reddick's well, over there, like, right? I told you. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. You know, you know, anytime your star gets hurt, a guy that's playing as well as Zion is, um, a coach is going to see some kind of reasoning as to why. Um, truth of the matter is, is that he plays a lot. He's going to get injured. It, it's basketball. He broke a finger. Um, and, and, you know, that's just part of it. But it's a big loss for the Pelicans because I believe Brandon Ingram is out as well. 
Um, so I know that they were, were were trying to get back into that playoff hunt. I don't think that's going to happen without Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson. Um, so, um, so yeah. So I, you know, it sucks. Their coach got fined um, fifty thousand dollars, which is you know to a coach is a drop in the bucket. I mean, they all make millions. So, um, you know, it sucks for Zion because he was actually playing really well. Um, him and Lonzo are starting to figure things out. Lonzo Ball has actually been playing really well as well. So to see him have to go it alone at the end of the season without Ingram and Zion uh, will be a difficult stretch. But um, I don't know. How about before? How about my boy Najee Marshall? Yes. 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 Told everyone. Told everyone. That is a good call, Tim, because. I re- we've had this conversation before, even before he got drafted. You were like, "Man, Najee Marshall, he he's gonna be that dude." And, and we were like, "I mean, I don't watch enough college basketball to know, but I trust if you say a guy's gonna be the dude, that he's gonna be the dude." You know what I mean? So, big up to Najee. He signed a three-year deal, didn't he? Three years, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, is. man. I mean, he—that's a guy that, that's that's stayed the course. No handouts. Worked, yeah. Worked on his craft, and and now he's now he's got a three year deal. So he's like a Twitter. He's like an NBA Twitter darling now, and I'm like, guys, shut up. Right. Tim's been singing his praises for the last two years. What are you guys talking about? He's been telling you guys that Najee Marshall is the truth. He's not even saying more gameplay of Najee Marshall than me. No. Right. (laughs) We did. We did. We did get to see him a lot up close and personal around here. So it's not like. I was with him on a weekly basis. I was going to say I mean, Tim like, was there every week. So, but yeah, man, that 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 was awesome. That that is that is the epitome of, of staying with what you know is facts. And, and Najee Marshall knew that he was going to get his shot and his opportunity, and so did Tim Daniel. Yeah. So um, Najee, if you're listening, you got fans here at 48 minutes, especially one with Tim who watched you and he sung your praises from day one. So if you're listening. Give us a call back, man. We'd love to have you on the show and talk <laughs> about your journey. So, um, Chris so yeah. all right, from, so uh, Tim. Bird rights. Yeah, he, <laughs> right. Uh, he screenshotted a text that I sent him about Najee, like after he signed his two-way. He's like, "What am I getting?" And then he posted it like two weeks ago. He posted the tweet. Uh-huh. He screenshotted my text message. It was like spot on. Yeah. He was like, "We need to give Tim Daniel his flowers," and I was like, "Damn right." You're you exactly right. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. <laughs> All right, Tim, we're going to get into it. Bucks, tell yeah. me why you are a believer this year in the Bucks. Now, I'm going to say we have been disappointed by these Bucks before. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what, what your thoughts are on why you feel like this is the year for the Bucks. I always felt like Drew Holiday was their missing piece. When they made that move, it just felt right. Okay. It just felt like, and I mean, if they had pulled off the whole weird ass Bogdanovich sign in trade, like, I don't even think mm-hmm. we're having this conversation right now. Right. I think we're talking about them, like, potentially, like, you know, look, Brooklyn's fantastic. No one's taking it away from them. Obviously, they have three dudes who can put 40 on you at any moment of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like between those three teams, Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee, um, I think you can make the case Giannis is the best player of any of those guys on those teams. Uh, that's not a dig on MB. It's not a dig on Durant. It's not a dig not on at all. Harden. I just not at all. That, like you can definitely like there are nights when he is the best player in the world. It just happens. Um, 
I think that their bench guys really play their roles very well. Um, this isn't just because my guy Pat Connaughton's on that team. And look, mm-hmm. I know they're getting waxed right now by the Spurs as I'm saying this. So don't worry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw the box score. But, um, you know, I, I, but that's, you know, that's, that's, that's a, you know, something that could happen to anybody. We've seen that all season. Yeah. And so you look at the fact that Giannis is having a year. We've talked about this so many times now. Giannis's numbers this year are very similar to his two MVPs. He's just not getting votes because he won two MVPs. Yep. And yep. Like he's getting that Mike, like kind of the Michael Jordan thing, where like Michael LeBron. Jordan could have been the MVP every year he was in the league. Yeah. You know, since since it's Michael Jordan, you're like, ah. You know, he he don't need an MVP this year. Let's give it. Let's give it to Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah, Carl Malone. Yeah, that's our MVP. You're like, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> the Barkley one in '93, I'm fine with. Yeah, ninety-seven Carmel MVP is blasphemous, and that's what I meant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like how how Jordan does not win the MVP in ninety-seven is nuts. Now, I like you said the Barkley one. Like Barkley was Barkley was that dude that year, no doubt about it. Yeah, but yeah, but the, yeah, the Carmelo ninety-seven one. I was like, eh, that's a stretch. Yeah, and so, but you know, my point with the Bucks is just that. First off, it's now or nothing for for Bud. If they don't win this year, they're getting a new coach next year. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's it. Um, and I just think that Giannis is really developed more and more into like, you know, obviously he's not a better shooter or anything mm-hmm. like that, but you kind of realize he's kind of developed more and more into that guy. You know, he's had those moments. Remember last year when they like beat the Lakers in a regular season game, he put the fake crown on his head and he said, I wear this now. Yep. And then of course, yep. you know, they get bounced. Um, right. So I just feel like with them, I feel like everyone fits their role really well. I feel like Drew Holiday was like the glue um, because, you know, we've, we've been on here so many times now. We've talked about how he's probably the most underrated player in basketball. Love him. Love that um, dude. And obviously Chris Middleton's still there. Uh, this, Ooh, he's played really well. Yeah, they trust Dante DiVincenzo a little too much for my liking. Yeah. Um, I do like him as a player, but just not in the role they necessarily have him in right now. Um, but I think the Bucks really have a chance this year to – you know, play against Philly and play really well, play against Brooklyn, play really well. Um, do I expect that Brooklyn will win the East? Yes. But if like we have a situation right now, where we're having a conversation about a Lakers Bucks NBA finals. Um, I'm not surprised. Like I just right. feel, like, feel like Giannis is like, even though he still has his flaws, he stepped more and more into that role of like, I'm that guy. You have to stop me. Yeah. And there's no well, we talk about this way. Right. Well, we talked about the Bucks or, or any, um, uh, a win it all cost season. I mean, a make it or break it season. To me, I feel like the Nets are in the same boat. Um, you can't have those three caliber of stars and not make the NBA Finals. Um, so Four. they got Blake Griffin. Four. <laughs> my, my bad. My, yeah. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Okay, the big four, um, as we're as we're calling it. Um, but I, I feel like they're in kind of the same boat, but, I, but you know, I, I don't think they're as well put together as everyone thinks they are. Um, you know, you, you see some of that, like I was, we were texting the other night when they played the Bucks. Um, there are possessions where Kyrie, you know, Kyrie had three possessions down the stretch where he faltered, where he took a bad shot, he had a turnover, and did something else. Um, there were a couple possessions going down the stretch where, like, KD faltered, where, you know, in a normal situation, you know, KD hit shots, and he didn't hit shots. Um, 
I think the ball gets stagnant when James Harden's not there. Either one of them dribble, 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 shoot, or the other one dribble, 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 shoot. Um, so I, it's, I think it's so funny it, you said the ball gets stagnant when James Harden's not there. Right, which is crazy to think about, right? I mean, if you, when you think about it, you're like, you know, to think about that James Harden, the facilitator, it is crazy. That ball, man. Yeah. I mean, so now he is the guy that's that's kind of the facilitator for for all of that. And even when he even when he was on the floor and the other two weren't, he was still able to facilitate offense and do the things that made them successful, even when the other two were hurt, which that's why, in my theory, I believe that he is not hurt anymore. He is just taking time off because he had to carry the team in that midway stretch. Uh, of the season so i think he's like it's my turn to take a break i'll come back when the playoffs start well according to Stephen however, a. smith but, they don't want to see the knicks what's that you, did you see the whole thing with Stephen a smith was like the nets don't want to play the knicks oh, in the playoff series I'm yeah like, come on man they're not and, losing, and, uh, they're not losing sleep over the knicks right exactly they, yeah, that, they, i mean they god love real. the knicks god love the knicks they, <laughs> yeah they for real don't want to play cleveland though right <laughs> 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 I mean, God, God love the Knicks. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that they are good. It's great. We've already talked about that before, but uh, the worst case scenario for them would be to pay, play the Knicks. Yeah. And, and for multiple reasons. I mean, not only the fact that the Nets are more talented, I feel, but when you're just now starting to get kind of get the city of New York back, the worst thing you want to do is turn around and have to play a series against the Nets and get swept. So, not that this necessarily matters as far as, like, what records. Um, you know who the only team is who's undefeated against their division in the NBA this year? Ooh, no. The Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Now, mind you, the Central Division's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the National League Central. It's what it's right. like. <laughs> <laughs> like. Let's call it what it is. Um, true, true. But the Bucks are ten and zero against their against the Central Division, and they have two games this week against the Central Division. So they could potentially go perfect in their division. Wow. Which again, divisions don't mean shit in the NBA. We shouldn't even right. Um, so they got the Bulls this week, and they have the Pacers. Pacers. Yeah, they, go the, they the Pacers. go to the Pacers. Hold on, the Pacers this week. This is the week they're gonna have their highest ticket grossings of the year with oh, Milwaukee yeah. and the Lakers coming back to back games and they're Absolutely. like out of it. Absolutely. And though that place will be packed. Well, however many people can fit in there, it'll be packed. You're right. Well, I think they I think they played the Sixers before that. I'm not saying the Sixers are that big of a draw, but like you have like the the top teams coming into your building the last three games of the season. Oh yeah, you're right. You got Philly, Milwaukee, the Lakers, and they finished the year at Toronto. Man. It's about to get the Nets. At Tampa. Yeah, at Tampa. Be... At Tampa. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to be some beatings. Because I don't think, well, we did get a big win against the Cavaliers tonight. So, you know, I'm, we're hanging our hat on that. Yeah. Man. So, <laughs> but yeah. Minus I, bonus, I, 20 and 20. So yeah. you guys are, he's been playing out of his mind, gonna... dude. You're He's still going to have to play that play-in game against the Wizards. We're going to have to play the play-in game against the Wizards? Is that what you're saying? Yep. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, no, nah, we talked about that before. Without, unless, the Wizards, 
unless the Wizards fall on their face the last four games and the Bulls go undefeated, um, that's the only way that I see that happening. With 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 yeah, with Malcolm Brogdon being hurt and and in and out of the lineup and um, Miles Turner not playing, we're very porous defensively. <laughs> so, um, at least you're not the Celtics. You didn't lose 121 to 99 to the Bulls. Yeah. And wow. then turn around the next night and give up 130 to the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, we're but we're still pretty porous defensively. Uh, I I don't Celtics. like that matchup not at all with Beal and Westbrook. I think I talked about that before on a previous show that that's not a good matchup for us at all. So you're right. Uh, so well, gentlemen, the last bit of news I wanted to discuss. I know we've been kind of all over, but this is what happens when we get together. We just talk basketball. Yeah. Uh, rapper J Cole is playing for the Rwandan club in basketball Africa league. Um, I, I think, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I didn't follow his high school career very much, but I think he was a really good basketball player um, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, I've seen him on the circuit of some of those celebrity things. Now, you can take and leave some of that stuff. I'm not sure, but I mean, I, I I've seen him play. He, he, he is a very good player. I did not know he was 36 years old. I did not know that. Um, and he's going to be playing in this league, uh, in the African League. I don't know much about J. Cole as far as far as basketball players. Right. Um, what do you guys know anything about his basketball skill or prowess or how this is gonna look? Um, because he's he just signed, I guess, officially on Thursday. Um there's not much to it. Doesn't there's not much to the story, but I guess he was a a high school player, and he was a walk-on at St. John's, but then he, of course, turned to be one of the best musicians in the world. Um, as of right now, I mean, he's he's up there. You know, he's he's Kendrick, like he's like legit, um, like a legit artist. So, what are your all thoughts on on him? You know, kind of. Uh, well, he just is going to release an album, so he's not slowing down on music. Yeah. Um, but we, what do you guys we, we think really about just him? Want What's the- that? We've been hearing for years about this J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar mixtape, but we just need I, to I know. happen. It's just yeah, it needs to happen. They're both coming out with new music this year. Let's just do it. Yep, it needs to happen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so J. Cole, I believe, is releasing the album. My son told me maybe this week. I think so, well, yeah. And yeah, it's like the, yeah, like he, the 13, it's Friday. He, he, it released Friday? The song off, he released the song off of it, it already. Was, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so guy, he's but... he's he's got an album dropping on Friday, but he's going to play in this uh, African basketball league. Uh, I, I, like I said, I don't know much about his basketball skill, but I do um, give him credit for for stepping up and, and playing. I mean, and and anytime you have a celebrity like that join a league that's not really well known, it's really cool because you get a lot of eyes to it, um, and you get a lot of eyes to that community. So, gentlemen, what are your all thoughts on J Cole? Um, going to play some some basketball in the African League. I don't I don't have much to say. Yeah. Um, I can tell you I've seen him playing pickup games with actual NBA players and the and the boy can hoop. Like he can play ball. Yeah. Um I know that he was trying to get a workout with the Pistons at one point. Yeah. Um he's got some good size to him. He's six two. So it's not like he's a little guy. Um I don't know. I, I think it, I think if he had done this 10 years ago 
Um, I think there would have been a different trajectory of, of a career for basketball, but like trying to start at 36 when basically when most guys are at the tail end of their career, um, I, I don't, I don't see too, too much coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, I mean, mean, Master P did it. Master P did do it. Yeah. Was he, was he D league? Is that what he played in? Got that. You got that 10 yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, uh, yeah, sure enough. Signed two separate NBA contracts in the late nineties, playing for the Hornets and the Raptors playing for them in the preseason. And then went and played in the global mixed gender basketball league. No, he owns that league. Okay. He owns his own yeah. league. All right then. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's a cool thing as far as, you know, like, like Josh said, like I've seen some clips of him in a Chris Brinkley's gym, um, up there in New York and yeah. He's got he's got a nice touch in the shot. We obviously saw the dunk contest a couple years ago when Dennis Smith had 84 attempts at a dunk he couldn't make. J. Cole was there. <laughs> um, and he wore J. Cole's jersey. That was cool. Yeah. And then J. Cole dunked in one try. He did dunk in one try. Weird. It Dennis is Smith. weird. Uh, Absolutely. But, you know, for the NBA trying to start the, the African League, they kind of bring more prospects in, mm-hmm. give guys more opportunities to get eyes on them. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's a good way to bring people in. Um, you know, I'm sure there will be people that look at it like a publicity stunt, but who cares? Like, it's a chance for this guy to kind of see, like, show what he can do. Yeah. Hope the best for him. Um, yeah. And 2014, Four Shell Drives, one of my favorite albums ever. So, of course, I'm interested. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I do think that that's, that's the cool part about all this is that, you know, not only is he getting to the opportunity to play basketball, but he's bringing a lot of eyes um, to different prospects uh, in that African league. Um, yeah, this isn't also, like Jake Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather. Like, oh, it's right. Like, yeah. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Which, never mind. That, that's another topic for another day. I was, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I think that it's really cool that he's getting. You know, he's he's taking this opportunity, and uh, it'll be good uh, to see what he's able to do, and, and you know. The guy's the guy is a wonderful talent, um, and now he's getting the opportunity to play basketball, which I would assume is probably one of his first loves and, and one of the things that he loved to do. So, big ups to him, man, and and correct, congrats. I hope it goes well. I hope he does really well. I hope that it's able to draw eyes to that league and and to that country um, as far as him being able to play there and, and being such a celebrity and popular talent. So. He's Big got a shoe. He's man. got a shoe. He's got a basketball shoe out too. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's legit. So big up to Jay Cole. That's really neat. So, gentlemen, uh, I believe that is all we have. Um, I, I thank you guys for joining, Josh. Thank you for joining Mobley, which is awesome. Um, you know that that's really cool. We we're glad you were able to hop on. Um, uh oh, he popped up. He's he's home. I am home. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yes. Made it to the crib. <laughs> so uh, we we um, we thank you guys for joining us, man. You know, like we said, we, we love doing this show. We love hearing from you guys, and we love being able to talk basketball, um, and, and we enjoy it when we're having fun doing it. So uh, you can catch us on all the socials, 48 Minutes, uh, NTWRK um, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook, and Facebook Live. Um, you can also download this podcast tomorrow, mañana, 
uh, on all your podcast um, resources, Apple, Spotify, um, just download us. Uh, if you download us on Apple, like we say every week, please five-star review. We love them. We appreciate them. And it's, it's always good to hear back from the peoples. So myself, Joshua Odellis, Ferellis Hayes, and Timmy Diesel would like to thank you. And we will talk to you soon. See ya.